got it. Let's see. What do you got for me? Well, Dom, I guess if you're filming and doing things, you're pretty relaxed right now. Yeah, what is there to be stressed about? The work's already been done, man. Now, the only thing I'm stressed about is getting this, this weight off, you know? I mean, it's not stressful, but it's just like a you know, weight cut time. I do wonder, I mean, obviously this rivalry's been going on for so long and you guys do get so intense. Does it, does it start to grade on you at some point during fight week where you're like, I'm, I'm just done with this guy? No. I mean, the guy, uh, he put himself in these positions, you know, and me not liking him helped vault him into these positions even more. So, it, I knew it was going to probably happen again. I hoped it would because I had to, I, it left a bad taste in my mouth pulling out of the, the first one just because of my injuries, you know. But very rarely, you know, there were times where I wasn't sure if I'd ever be back and I had to accept that. And now I can just enjoy it knowing I am here. I'm back on top where I always knew I, I belonged. So it's like I can just enjoy this position, man. It's different. A lot of people kind of look at this as make or break for him, say this, this, is, this is it if he loses. Do you see it that way as well or do you think you're still going to have to keep messing with this guy for years? No, I don't think, I think after I beat him this time I won't have to face him again, but I don't think he's, Faber's the type of guy that if you match him up with anybody in the top five, he can still compete pretty well. He's still up there. I mean, I think he beats his boy Cody Nolove. And I think that he beats uh, a couple other people, you know, in the division, in the top five, top ten. So, he, you know, people are, people, I get the question a lot about deserve. And it's like, it's such a silly thing to me because we all deserve to be here. We're all fighting. We're all competing at the highest level. So, what is deserve? And what about life is fair in the first place? Nothing. So, deserve, no. What, Yes, I don't know. That's not up to me to figure out. But what I'll say is, he's still one of the better guys in the division. Top three, top four, all the time. He stayed in it. So, you know, this is a tough matchup, regardless of what anybody might think. And I know what I'm facing, and, I, and I'm prepared for it. Does it pain you to admit that, that he's actually pretty good? No, he can fight. There's, I've never denied that. I've never denied the guy can fight. I just said that I'm better. He refused to fight TJ because he was Team Alpha Male. Do you think he would fight Cody? Uh, I think now he would because I think Cody has the actually has a has a pair on him that he would say yeah I'll knock you out too Faber I think Cody has that type of demeanor whereas TJ kind of looked up to Faber they had this weird big brother thing where Faber was playing big brother to TJ and the truth is Faber didn't want to fight TJ for the belt because he didn't want to lose to his little brother then all his ego all his credit he has no excuses if he loses to TJ for the belt but. That's what Faber's built on. He's built his career on excuses and why he's lost and talked about only the things he's done well. Never admitted the things he's done not well, like his eight losses. Don, you said Uriah would beat Cody. Why do you feel that way? I just think that there's a different match style matchup there. I think that he knows Cody too. And I think that uh, while Cody is very good, uh, I just think, you know, I break down fights differently. I see things a little bit different. And I think that, you know, eventually, those two are going to end up having to see each other. And if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Faber. Do you anticipate seeing Cody at some point? You know, right now, I don't really anticipate much except who I'm facing in front of me. Like I said, the guy I'm facing right now is top three. So, um, <laughs> that's where I'm thinking right now. I mean, I, I fight him in two days. The last thing I'm thinking about is anybody else. You've given, you've given a lot of credit right now to Uriah and, and how good he is as a fighter, but he hasn't been able to get over the hop of the title fight. Do you think that's a mental thing, or is it just circumstances that he just hasn't, you know, guys have been better than him in title fights? I think guys have just been a little bit better than him in title fights. I think that the guys that we're facing at this highest level don't get enough credit sometimes, you know? Uh, I've been facing the top two guys in my division since 2010. 
and if not the top two after three years laid off, I took the case of top five guy on a six-five win streak. It's not always easy to go out there and look absolutely incredible against the top guy in the world, uh, pound for pound, or top number two in the world. And every time he's facing, he's proven because he didn't. Not only did he not get the finish, like he's always bragging about getting, but he lost. And so it's like. It's different finishing guys in the top 15 compared to finishing guys and fighting guys uh, at a completely different level. The top two, it's just a completely different level. I felt it. I know the difference. And I give credit to the guys that I'm facing that they're, that they're that good. That sometimes you just got to do your best to win. This is the first time in a long time that you've been standing here not answering questions about being heard and coming back. And Know, all that stuff. Now I'm bringing it up, but I mean, is it nice to kind of not have those questions anymore that now you're kind of back back and you're not dealing with that kind of stuff? Man, I'll tell you, if there's one thing I learned over this entire course, it's let go of the things you can't control. And what you guys decide to ask me, I can't control. I can't point the finger and say, ask me this question, ask me this question. If you want to ask me about my injuries, it's officially part of my story now, whether I like it or not. And I can kind of represent people who have had injuries. I mean, whether I like it or not, too, I've been injured a lot. And a lot of people on this planet, a lot of athletic, you know, the most athletic people on earth have been injured. The, the most highly paid athletes in the world get hurt. So, I'm one of them. And, it's okay, uh, you know. It is what it is. But I guess what I what I was getting to is like, or do you feel like you're back? Like, it, you're not. You're kind of beyond that now because you know it's not. Yeah, a, but it's it still part of me. Right. It's still part of me. That's what makes me beyond it. Right. Is because that's part of my story now. That's what's helped me grow past it. Is going through that, using it to grow better and evolve and accept it instead of fight it. I don't mind answering questions about my injuries because. Whether I like it or not, like I said, it, I was out for three and a half years due to injuries, so I expect the questions. Dominic, now that you are back and busy again, I mean, it seems everybody talks about either John Jones or Demetrius Johnson as the pound-for-pound -pound best fighter on the planet, but I mean, you've got one hell of a record as well. I mean, do you feel like now that you're back that people need to start putting you in that discussion? You know, I always felt like I've been in the discussion. I, even when I was out hurt, I felt like I belonged in the discussion. But I'm a little biased, I feel like, right? Because I'm talking about myself here and where I belong in the pound for pound rankings. When it comes down to it, of course I'm going to say I belong there. The truth is, it comes down, uh, I don't make those decisions. Somehow everybody else does that doesn't fight. So let them say what they want to say. I know what I believe and I know what I am. Do you have aspirations to fight outside of the division at all? I mean, I know we're it's, you know, busy say establishing. Again. Say that again. I know you're busy establishing yourself in this division again, but do you have aspirations to fight outside of the division? Yeah, why not? I'll take super fights. Of course, I could go up to 45 and do very well. Um, I cut a lot of weight to make 35. It's not fun. Making 45, I could absolutely do. And my style presents a lot of problems for bigger athletes. I started my career at 155 pounds in this in, in, in fighting, and that's how my style got progressively built to an extent. I knew I was facing larger, bigger guys. I was at 140 pound stature when I first started at 19 years old. I put on size and weight over the years, growing and maturing. But my style was built facing larger, bigger guys. So everything. I did was to not let them touch me. Don't put your hands on me. Don't put your finger on me. Do not touch me. Do not grab me. And I used that to my advantage early in my career. And I, it just transcended to now where I'm at 135 pounds. I'm bigger than guys, and I still can use that same tactic. So it's worked very well for me. Thanks, guys.
Last question. You, you went to Bisping or to FS1. Uh, just curious, what were your thoughts when you found out he was taking his title fight on Tuesday? Bisping's an OG, man. He's been in this game so long. He just beat a guy. Uh, what's been argued is one of the greatest of all time, right? Anderson Silva, and he beat him. You can't argue the gameness of, of Michael Bisping. You can't. You can try. You can say, oh, he's just talking. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. The dude shows up. And he doesn't, he's not just talking anymore because he's putting himself on the line on two weeks' notice against a nasty champion in Rockhold. Rockhold's no joke. And he said, I'll do it. Let's go. I'm ready for a little title shot. I can only respect that personally. That's not an easy thing to do. And he's got some cojones on him.